0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a Turn of Events where we help put a positive spin on the nature of your on the future of your business. What am I talking about? I'm so excited because this is our 1 year anniversary. I have been doing this show for 1 year. I cannot believe that it's actually a year. I started this when COVID was like just starting. It was insane, and I we wanted to—I wanted to help my industry and my colleagues, and just get together and see how what we were going to do about turning our businesses around because obviously the event business shut down. One year of doing this, and I'm really excited. We have lots of episodes. You can go check out our our YouTube channel at Annette Nave, and we're just super excited about that. Okay, so I'm Annette Nave, the CEO and Creative Director of Nave Productions. We are a strategic event production company. Based in New York City, but we do events all over the world. We're just now starting to get back into traveling and doing all of that. I just came from a site visit, so I'm really excited in Las Vegas, which was exhausting but really fun. We're doing an event in March of next year in Las Vegas, and I have another client doing another one in the fall of next year, so we're just doing all kinds of stuff. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings which is pretty much anything. We can do galas, retreats, trade shows, golf outings, food and wine festivals. We're doing a lot of that this year. So really excited about the what's happening. Business is booming. People are really wanting to do events. I just got a call from a corporate company who wants to still do a virtual. So we are doing virtual hybrid and live so if you're interested if you want to consult and figure out how to take your your live event to a virtual platform we absolutely can help you talk about that and see what the strategies is around that i also have a facebook group for wedding and event planners so if you are interested in starting your own business as a wedding or event planner please join us over at the event planner society Lots of great stuff going on there. I do a workshop every few weeks here. I'm I'm working on these lots of great content. So many great people, and there's lots of people interacting. And so if you're struggling in your business, or if you're looking to start a new business, join us over at Event Planner Society, and we'll get you going, and we'll have a great time over there. I'm sharing 30 years of my experience, so there's a lot of things to share there. So join us over at Event Planner Society. So I... I'm so excited, manifesting is such an amazing thing. We're gonna talk about the power of manifestation. And my dear friend, Danielle Margraf is gonna join us, but let me just do a little intro about her. She is a mindset and manifesting expert and coach, modern day healer, and a spiritual teacher on wealth, consciousness, using the universal laws, using the universal laws. She is the author of sacred shit, how to embrace your messy humanity and tap into the limitless power of your soul. Very important. Which will be out in spring of 2021. And we're gonna do a fun little launch. So I'm gonna help her with that, which should be really fun. She's the writer of Best Holistic Magazine and is the cover girl of their Power of Manifestation issue out May 2021 check her out on her instagram you can see it it's a really fun fun magazine and she's beautiful on the cover she's a sought a sot can't speak today what is my I'm so excited sot after speaker for organizations who want to bring soul back into sales she's a single mom to a daughter and son and you most will find her on the beach paddling board paddle boarding which i want to get into i've got to get one this summer or in your local bookstore because she loves to free. So, Danielle. Welcome. Here. I like was so excited to have you on. I was stumbling through all of that. Fabulous, <laughs> I you know, <laughs> I'm not all the time. I try to be, right? We strive to be fabulous. So let's talk about, I think I kind of covered, you have so many oh. amazing stories. I know that you offer this workshop too. You do, you and I do workshops and we help people Mm -hmm. and really offer some great content. And I've listened in on your workshops and the stories you tell are so crazy. And hopefully you can share one of those with us if you're open to that, but just how that all works. But let's just start with, unless you want to share anything else about you, how you got into where you're doing now, I think would be a really good thing to do. Why don't we start there and just share about how you got to where you are. Uh oh, I froze. You're frozen. Okay, you might- can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So go ahead and I talk. Feel like about we're doing a lot of on. Can you guys? Yes, I can hear you.
1: You might have to come can back you- in. Can- can- okay, I don't know. It Wait, keeps like freezing are. on my end. There you
0: are. You're back.
1: Okay. All right. So so who am I? You did a fabulous job with all that. I essentially, my story before going way back begins to in. So as a childhood, I experienced a significant trauma and I know that everybody experiences some sort of trauma um, in their life, usually more than one. And so that trauma led me to, at some point, meet and marry a person who I ended up having two amazing children with. Not surprising though, that ended in divorce after only, we were separated after about five years. And so I had my son and daughter, they're only 21 months apart. And so here I am getting divorced and I have this baby. He wasn't even, he was just about turning one and my daughter wasn't even three yet. And I really, I had a master's degree, but I was really, Getting to a place where, and if you have children or have had children, you could maybe relate to this, where I thought, I don't want to put them in daycare because I was really worried that they couldn't talk. And what if something happened to them? What if someone hurt them? My own that kind of like, I was already projecting. So I realized that I needed to do something with my life that would not require me to have to leave them because I wanted to be this mom that could be with them and be this mindful, conscious mom that I had dreamed about being. And so I decided to go back to school. I ended up selling my wedding band and my engagement ring um, in exchange for $4,000, which was, it was worth way more than that. So I think I got a little jiffed, <laughs> <gyps>, but <laughs> I got the money and I put myself through coaching school. And so that was like almost 11 years ago now. And it changed my life. So that really was the start of me deciding that I was going to be a generator and creator consciously of my own life, of what my future was going to be, and that I wasn't going to allow my circumstances to dictate who I was, who my kids were, and what our opportunities were for us. If right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Especially when you have babies and you're doing that. It's really tough. Not easy. Um, so I have just adore you. And I give you so much credit for that. All right. So let's get, let's talk about
1: manifestation. Yeah. What is manifestation? Yeah. So manifestation, I know it's like a very woo topic for most people, but really manifestation is the ability to operate in your higher faculties. We have seven of them. Intuition being one of them. Imagination being another. Will. Memory. Using these faculties to tap into faith in knowing and learning how to work with those and the divine laws, or universal laws as they're called, in order to create from the invisible to what I call done. So to really create in our imagination and then to bring it into our reality. Simple, that's manifestation.
0: Okay, great, yeah. and then what's law of attraction?
1: So the law of attraction is actually a secondary law, okay? So. Everyone thinks of the law, you've seen the secret, law of attraction is like we're going to attract everything that we want into our lives. But the truth is that we have to vibrate at the level of the thing that we want in order to attract it. So the primary law is the law of vibration. And when we vibrate in our frequency, our vibrational frequency gets on the level of the same vibrational frequency of what it is we want, we then attract that thing, or that person, or that money, or that business, or opportunity, or whatever it is. So that is law of attraction.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, so I did, I read The Secret, and I think I watched the movie, I've done all of that stuff, and they have the thing in there where you manifest that you, or you, the law of attraction where, I guess it's manifest that you're going to get a parking spot. Don't they talk about <laughs> <laughs> the parking spot? And I swear to God, every time I do that, there's a parking spot. When I, it's the simplest things, whether it's your a par- man in your life. And I wrote out like all these things I wanted in a man. I was oh. like, damn it, I'm going to find the guy. I'm going to find this man. And so I wrote them all out and there were like 80 things, but they were just, there's a, there a lot of things. There's a lot of different things qualities in people. And so I wrote them out. And so one day I, am Marty, my, my wonderful boyfriend, and he, we sat down one day and I said, well, oh, I have to bring this out and see if you match all of them. Right. So we went through and there were only two that weren't on the list. That he was didn't have the quality on the list, but it was minor stuff. So I was like really shocked, and it's just putting it out there. And I'm a big believer that I try to keep positivity, and I try. I be, I'm really careful about how I say things now, because you have to. If I say them a certain way, and of course you always have to think about. Be very clear on what you want. I guess I should have added that whatever that was, whatever the negativity was, I should have gone more, got got more clear about that. So do you know what I'm saying about that?
1: Yeah, so words are your wand, right? And so we need to be really careful about how we speak and that we're speaking in the present and we're speaking in the assuming, right? And so I think that one of the things that is like when we have to be – I think a lot of people get stuck in the ping pong of what they want because they're not really – They think they know what they want, but they don't really know what they want. So you have to be super clear. So when you write them down like you did and get really clear about what you want, then you are tapping into like, oh, I am, I want, this is what I am creating. And so even the word want, right, is like a, uh, it's a grasping word. It's like a word that keeps what you want to create and manifest just outside of you it doesn't bring it to you it's because when you want something you're always wanting it and that's an energy that wanting energy when you tap into kind of like the law of assuming you just write it all out you're like i know this man is out here i know he's going to be mine i know i'm going to meet him we just assume it's going to happen we know it we speak it into existence boom and marty is so fabulous by the way
0: he is great and he's (laughs) Friends. Yes, he's a wonderful guy. And it took a long time to find that. And it's always, there's a rocky, every relationship has its stuff. Yeah. But it's really, it's, and, and I was in my late 50s when I found him, ladies. So don't give up. They're yes. out. All right. So let's talk about how do you manifest?
1: How do you manifest? Okay. So what we do in the manifestation process, there's a few steps, right? So first, we got to get really clear on what we want. Okay, we need to create what we desire in our imagination. So you have to imagine the thing that you want. Okay, you have to picture it. And so for some people, it's like the way I would describe it, it's like scenes in a movie right? When you're sitting in the movie theater and you're watching a movie screen, sometimes there are scenes, right? So maybe you want the house on Maui, maybe you want the house on the beach or on the, in the woods or in the mountains, or maybe you want to be traveling all the time. Maybe you want the car, maybe you want to make a certain amount of money. Maybe you want to be, want that promotion, maybe a certain body or health or whatever it is. You have to get really clear in your mind, in your imagination, what that looks like. The other things that you don't want to not be in the scene. So when you're watching that movie and you're watching the screen, make sure you're have a starring role. (laughs) Yes, you're the star. So you can't not be in it. Like you have to see yourself in the thing. You wanna be, do and have in that vision. So that's the first thing is you're in the imagination of it. The second thing is you imagine who is the image of you? What is the image of you, your self image? What is your image? How do you feel? How do you think? How do you act? What do you wear? What do you eat? What do you do for fun? Who are your friends? Anything and everything. Where do you live? What do you drive? All of those things. Who is that version of you? i really tapping into that version of you and starting to feel what that feels like to have already created that and then being in aligned action for that thing. Does that make sense?
0: That's... Amazing. And I know I've done a lot of that in my relationships, but also in my business, just, my business was taken off. I'm 12 years in my business, which is crazy. 30 years in the business, but running my business for 12 years. And it just felt like at that 10 year mark was when it really, yes okay. like it had that rhythm. I, it, yes. it's just, it just, I think, for myself too, that I was just clear on how to run the business and I had lots of coaching along the way. And But then COVID hit. My 10-year anniversary uh. was when COVID hit. So I'm 11 years this year. I'm coming to COVID. So I was just like, oh oh my gosh, like I literally have to start all over again. Yes. And so I was able to just turn that around and we we figured out like it's virtual and that's where we got to go. And we just start talking about it and we'll figure it out. I'm always about fake it till you make it sort of thing. Great, um, sure it's like, just, you'll figure it out. I have enough experience that I could figure it out. But it's now really starting to like, and I dreamt about that business. And I never, I really don't want this gigantic business because I'm more of a boutique company. We, we really specialize in, and just really nurturing, working with our clients hand, hands on. So I can't have a whole hundreds of clients and do that. But the pain of that, so when I, I'm manifesting that, and I'm thinking about my business and how it's going to grow and all of that. But then you also have that other side where, okay, now it's growing and it's getting big and it's, it can really take over. So that whole manifesting can be great. But then once you get to the point when, what happens when you get to that point when it's like blowing up, and then you're like, Oh my then gosh. When you manifest, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> works, it really it works. works. I, every time I'm with family or friends, and someone says something negative, I always have them re say it out in the universe. That's right. re say it in a positive way. Yes. You just, I, I just have this feeling like you, when you say something negative, it puts it out there.
1: It does, it right? Does. Yes, for sure. Yes. Okay so can anyone do this everyone can, can do, it. do the
0: manifest
1: everyone and anyone my tagline or my one of my taglines was Everything is healable. Anything is possible. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter the programming or the conditioning or the trauma in your childhood or your poverty consciousness or how it doesn't matter. Everyone has is born with the same essence and faculties in order to do it. Everyone can do it. Yeah, yeah. that's what's exciting. Like in my business, I'm like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like I have really manifested some pretty incredible things. And I always say, if I can do it, anyone can do it because being a single mom of two babies, having very little help, um, struggling, I really went just to, to give you some, because I feel like I told you a little bit of, this, I went from sleeping on a massage table in my office space because I was in such shame that I didn't have a home for my kids one summer because we got, we left one rental because he was selling and we were supposed to go into another rental and it didn't work out. And we end, I ended up finding myself homeless. Like I had nowhere, I had no address, nowhere to live. I had nowhere to bring my kids. My closest family members lived two hours away and we had nowhere to go. And after doing a little couch surfing, and being so, feeling so much shame. And shame, just so you know, is like, how did I get here? How could I let this happen? What the F is wrong with me? And I, we did that a little bit. I asked my parents to take my kids for just a week, just so I could get my head straight and figure it out. And I was so shameful. I could not ex- accept the help of a friend. Like, I could not even ride the couch again. And so I went into my office space at the time and I slept on my massage table. All right. So that's like, to go from there, to a more than six figure month is like a profound change internally. It's nothing that I did externally, it's all internal. And so I just want to inspire you to know that 100% you can do it. 100%. Yeah.
0: I know. You have this story about your car. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, the
1: car. I can't believe this. <laughs> so. so- Can you tell a little bit? I've had my car repossessed, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times. (laughs) The first time that this happened, okay, so the first time it happened, I was renting a house. The house ran out of oil. So where I lived, you needed oil during the winter. We live on the East Coast. We have cold winters. And, um so i had to go to my parents home with my babies they were babies at the time and i had to go to my their house with with the babies and so we could be warm because it was the middle of the winter and i was sleeping on the couch and i hear a bang so everyone is sleeping in bedrooms i hear a bang a loud huge bang on the door and i right away like jolt it's 11 o'clock at night and i my mom wakes up and i was like oh my god there's someone at the door and we go downstairs and it is this is the first time it happened and it was the the guy the the tow truck guy and he's I gotta take your car do you want to get the car seats out because both of my kids were in car seats and I was like I was so just dis- it was like I was so dislike. what do they call like I could I didn't even know wh- what was going on I was so confused yeah I'm like right And I'm like what is going on I'm like wait what do you mean you're taking the car he's you're 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 behind on the payments I have to take the car and I was like oh my God, you can't take my car. I was like begging him. I like had tears. I'm like, please don't take my car, please. Like, how am I going to get to work? How am I going to do anything? What am I going to do? And he was like, I'm so sorry, but there's nothing I could do. But do you want to take the car seats out? And I felt like when I tell you such a piece of shit, I felt like a horrible mother, a horrible person. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. My parents are watching this. I grew up in a pretty like, Middle class, upper middle class family. I have a fucking master's degree, guys. Like, yes. I am not, like, uneducated. Like, what was going on? Yeah. Like, there was a lot of stuff going on internally that had nothing to do with anything that I had. And I took the car seats out, and he took my car, and it was awful. It was so bad. And had, I still have a little PTSD from all that. So if I hear a loud, even though I don't owe on my car, but if I have a heard a, hear a loud noise in the parking lot I get my heart gets like a jolt and I gotta remember oh wait you don't owe any money in your car (laughs) it's not you (laughs) yeah
0: it's that's crazy so how do you get I would listen it's a roller coaster owning a business so I had lots of times where I've made a lot of money and then I had no money and then I was like oh my gosh how did that happen and then you know it just happens. So. How do you get to a point where, and then you had it happen to you a couple more times. So how do you work yourself through that?
1: Yeah. So for me, it was doing a lot of inner work, right? Like it was understanding what my paradigms were. So paradigms are basically your habits and your behaviors mushed together. And so we have these subconscious patterns, these subconscious paradigms that really control what's going on. For instance, you might be someone who's, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. And you're doing it day one, healthy, healthy. You might go a whole week healthy. And then all of a sudden you're eating the ice cream and, and then you eat the ice cream again. And then you're like control. You're going third, three days in a row, you're eating ice cream. And then by the day four, you're like, what is wrong with me? Why am I eating the ice cream? The thing is that we're controlled by these paradigms, right? And so when we have these paradigms that are, are controlling us, we consciously don't get why we're doing the things we're doing. And so when you dig deep enough and understand what those subconscious patterns are, what's going on in your nervous system, what's happening like in that survival, stress, fight, flight, freeze, state we start to be able to understand kind of what is d- the driving force. And we can change those paradigms. We can change the feelings. We can change the behaviors to how do we want to feel? What do we want to have happen? What do we imagine our life being? Who do we imagine being? Like, what does that feel like? And then what are the behaviors and actions that align with that? Because what happens is a lot of times we're not conscious of those subconscious paradigms. We're falling into the old stuff, the old patterns, that really are comfort patterns. They're really patterns of coping. So we do, and everyone does this, right? So that's why there's no shame in your game. Like we are, we're like talking, eradicating the shame from why, because if you ask yourself a why question, the why question is always going to elicit like the shame. Why would you do that? Why, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? It's all shame stuff. So who cares why? We just want to know that we can change it and we can change it by understanding like, oh, that's a comfort. That's a coping skill. You don't need that anymore because what does that version of me who has the car and the house and has the multimillion dollar business, how does she be and feel and act? And I don't think she's judgy. Like when I think that that version of anyone, I'm like, I don't feel like that person is going to judge, right? Like she's way more compassionate and knowledgeable and gets it. And so it's really being in a judge detox of your and giving yourself the compassion and love to be able to navigate all that.
0: Yeah, I'm in the, I'm doing intermittent fasting right now. So that's just true. <laughs> and I have to say, it's, I, maybe that's why I'm so excited when I came on today. I have so much energy from it. You think that you would feel like you weren't, because I do a 12, I don't eat. My first time I eat is at 12. And then I, last time I eat is at, so I'm doing a 16, eight. Okay. But I have so much energy from it. So I felt just shifting that sort of thing. But that just reminded me about the... the and it's thing.
1: uncomfortable, right? Like I'm when sorry. you're doing something like that, it's uncomfortable. When you're doing yeah. how you do yeah. stuff, it's uncomfortable. So I think people think that manifesting is like magical in that, oh, there it is all of a sudden. And it can be, but it's like the process to be a manifestator like master manifestator, I feel like is uncomfortable. You have to kind of like the death of the ego and show up in this different way. But I think it also
0: comes from fear of it not happening. So I'm thinking about, I want this successful business, right? So the fear that it might not happen, or I'm going to find that great guy or, you know, whatever it looks like. So that, that can come up, but you just have to keep fighting that and, keep
1: thinking looking towards positive yeah what do you have yeah so you just like so what you do is you welcome in the fear you ask you're like hey fear come in for coffee and let's like feel what this fear feels like and we allow it to take up space for a moment so we can really cry about it or yell about it or go break some plates about it and (laughs) we can feel it right and then we get to go oh okay and now we, once that kind of emotions are like this, like waves of an ocean, right? Like it comes and goes, and yeah. then we see pivoted towards, wait, what do we want? And I think that's the key is when we're not feeling so great, we still got to be in the assuming of, we know this is going to happen when we're in the want, in the fear of it not happening. That is 100% the resistance.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Is there anything we can't manifest?
0: There you go. <laughs> nothing nothing nothing
1: okay so where should someone start how do we start doing this i think the key is figure out what you really want i think a lot of times people they cut themselves short they minimize what they what they want because a lot of people will only decide they want something if they think they can make it happen And really what we want to do is we want to grow into it. And so start by really, what do you want? Do you want the $3 million house by the beach? Is that what you really want? Do you want to be traveling the world? Do you want to be working at this job? Is there a passion that you have inside of you that you're afraid to go after because you're afraid the nine to five without that being there, you won't be able to support yourself? What do you really want? And when you tap into that, and that's usually like a secret that we have inside of us that we usually don't share with people because we think people will think yeah that would be nice yep you're crazy that's never going to happen that doesn't right like and we don't want that and so think about what is it that you really want and write it out okay and write out as many things as you desire and once you get really clear on what you really want start to create the image of yourself in those pictures really start to think about how does the person who has this thing talk think dress what does she drive? What is who? What are you guys doing as a couple? If that's something, right? What is it like? What does your life look like? And how would your life be different today if this thing appeared? The key is is emotion is the activator. Okay, so imagination is. We got to use our imagination. We got to be constantly using our will to refocus back on that. Emotion is the activator. If when you think and have that picture. And have that image. If you are not emotionally activated, if you're emotionally not like excited, expectant, enthusiastic, if you're not feeling, oh my gosh, I'm crying in gratitude just at the thought of that thing happening, then it's almost like you're not putting the gas in the car. You have the car, you can sit in the car, you can look at the car, but you can't drive the car. So think of the emotion as the gas in the car. You need to activate that manifestation that image by the emotion okay yeah Yeah.
0: and so what this is great so what if we were there's a lot of people out there who are especially since covid and especially the people that i coach the planners that i coach are thinking of starting a business what let's talk about like what should come from that how where did they start they're scared to death of course. he's been in the corporate world. Yes. They're not sure they're going to be able to run their business. How are right. they going to make money for their kids? How are they going to pay yes. for the car so it doesn't get repoed like Danielle? Yes. So what how should they, like, what should they be thinking about? How should they be going about that?
1: Yeah. So the first thing is what kind of business do you want? Meaning you want an event business, but do you want a boutique business? Right. Do you want to run an epic company where you have 50 employees? Do you, what kind of events do you want to create? Are you doing weddings? Are you doing big, lavish parties? Are you doing book launches? Are you doing a combination of these things? What do you do? And I think the key is how do you serve? So I think that if you are a, I feel like if you're like a planner, for instance, if you're an event planner, that's something that's inside of you. You clearly already have skills, a skill set, a knowledge base, and a desire that is pulling you toward this is interesting. I feel like I could be really good at this. I really want this. Okay. And so desire is key when you, what desire is. Okay. So let me just back up for a second. Desire is placed in you by the universe, by God, by source. Okay. It's in us. So it's literally like the desire wants to come out and be expressed. If your desire wants to come out and be expressed as an event planner, by you not ignoring that, you're basically like, fuck you universe. Okay. So, am I allowed to say that? Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're basically like telling the universe to screw off. And you're basically telling the part of you that has a, this desire. You're like, no, you can't have that. So now what happens is you're more resentful in your, in your job. You're not as fulfilled. You're in the wish of what it could be, but it's not that. You're living in fear. So your vibration is low. Your right. vibration is actually not at the level of that you're going to attract what you want. What happens is, what's really interesting say you're someone who desires an event planning business. You meet Annette. Annette all of a sudden comes into your sphere. It's, oh, wait a second. I think I want this. I think I want to do this, right? Now the universe sent you someone who could show you. Teach you, guide you as a possibility of oh my gosh, this now could be a possibility. So you gotta really want it. That's the first thing. You gotta really want it. You gotta picture it. Get clear on what it is you want it to look, and then trust. This is where we work with the invisible. Trust that this was all. You were guided to this. You were guided. It was all sacred contracts you're having all sacred connections because nobody we came into each other's lives i feel like that was like a whole sacred thing totally. was meant to be totally and now we have to trust that our path is going to unfold we can't know it before we take the jump so we have to make a decision so here we are we're at a crossroads all these things are in place for us to be able to say yes We're afraid. We're all those fears, natural, normal fear. And so what we really want to do is we want to, this is where God works through faith, right? Universe works through faith, source, spirit, whatever you want to call that energy. But it works through faith. You're living in fear by saying no. So you'd be living in faith by saying, and you don't go from probably this, right? You don't go from zero to having 50 employees work under you overnight. And so you have to have the trust. The faith, go with your intuition and the guidance of it all, knowing that it's all going to unfold exactly as it's meant to. The people that are going to guide you, that are going to reveal your next step is going to come. But you must be in that faith and trust. Otherwise, what you're really asking is for a guarantee on how it's going to look, and it doesn't work. Manifestation doesn't work like that.
0: No, it doesn't, but every time that I have, I had no idea how to run my business. I had no clue. I have a business degree. I have a a business management degree and marketing degree. I had no clue, didn't teach me how to run a business. So Mm -hmm. I had to get people to come and help me. Every time that, and along the way in my business, I needed things along the way. And it's always come to me. And it was expensive. It's always been at a cost because I want to talk about the fear of money because we were talking about Because money is when it comes down to. Every single person, when I do my launches, when I do my workshops, there's so many of them want to be in, in my, go into my program, but they're all afraid of the money. They all say, I don't have the money. And nine times out of 10, it's not the case. It's yeah. just that fear of doing it. But every time I've spent money and put it into my business, wonderful things have happened. It's scary, but I, it, I always go with my gut. I yes. honestly, it feels like the gut is part of that manifesting thing that goes, yes. but every single time I've done it, it's brought me, I always try to take a step back and say, okay, this may not have worked out, but all this other stuff did. Mm-hmm. This person wasn't what I thought, but from that person, I found all these other things. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's, you may not see it directly when you get it. But yeah. there's so many other amazing things. And so yeah. let's talk about fear and money and all of that.
1: Yeah, so money is just energy. So if you're someone who believes everything is energy, right, then money is also just energy. And so what happens is we project the fears in an automated way of, I don't have the money. However, it was once said to me by a mentor, I what? what how did he put it? I think he put it like, if your children need it, like, so say whatever you want to do is like $5,000. And you're like, I don't have the money. That's like ridiculous. That's so expensive. I can't. I to- out of control. Right, right. It's out of control. <laughs> and yet, if your child needed $5,000 because you had to save his or her life, Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to turn this off. Maybe that'll help. My phone went off, too, when I said. that. Oh! That's okay. No worries. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's okay. So $5,000. So $5, I can't do it. But then if your children, if your child needed something, needed you to save her or his life, you needed to come up with $5,000. Would you be like, sorry, it's too expensive. If they needed a surgery, would you be like, that's too expensive? No. You would all of a sudden change your mindset. You'd be like, how am I getting that $5,000? You'd be taking out loans. You'd be borrowing. You'd be asking people on the street for $5 just to come up with the $5,000. You would take out a credit card. You would be like, you would do everything and anything that you could do to come up with that money because it's that important to you. And so when he said that to me, it changed everything because what I find happens is we don't take ourselves seriously. And the truth is, it's not about the money. It's about we're scared of committing to ourselves because, and committing to our dreams. Because if we commit to ourselves and commit to our dreams and we put our money where our mouth is, we then need to show up. And we don't trust ourselves. A lot of us don't trust ourselves enough to show up. Right. it's like, and so you have to be able to do that. So it's never really about the money. We say it's about the money, but it's not usually about the money. And the truth is that the money comes in, in boatloads, if you're open to receiving it, if you feel deserving and worthy. There is a worthiness factor around, and your standard, right? If you have a standard of living that you've always had, and you will you take a stand for what you desire, what you deserve, what you want, you usually will not go under that level of your standard. But when you've only lived a certain way and, or there's sacrificing and compromise too. When you're starting a business, there is hard, it is hard work. You are learning. You're in, you have to be in the growth mindset and be open to being coached and taught and learning and go right a lot. Let me tell you for the good part of my, my business I was running my business while I was working full-time and being a parent. So it wasn't like I decided to go to coaching school and never had a job again. For a little while, I wouldn't have a job. I'd be doing my business. Then those old paradigms would come in and I'd have to go get another like job to make ends meet while I was running my business. I put in a lot of work and it's, are you willing and are you able, right? I was willing and able because the truth is that I know that I'm living my calling. If for your people, right? If event producing is their calling, it's their passion, it's their soul's purpose. They feel that is like what they are meant to do. Then it would be silly to let anything stand in your way. Never mind money. It's so true. I did
0: events for so long, 20 years. I was in the business before I realized I wasn't, I didn't have that entrepreneurial mind. I, my parents weren't like that. Right. They're like nine to five, yeah. and make no money. And they bitch about it every day and they're miserable. And They can't travel. They can barely afford anything. That's what I came from. And so, of course, that's I was lucky enough to go take a different path. I I did get my education, which was really important. When I decided to move to New York 21 years ago, before I left Los Angeles, because I'm originally from Michigan and I lived in L.A. for 17 years and then I'm here now. So before I did that, I knew in my gut that New York was going to be really good for me. I didn't, I knew that I was going to make more money here. I just didn't know, of course I'm spending a lot, but LA is not cheap either. But um, I just knew that it was going to be the right thing for me to do. And then when I started my business, the same thing, I didn't really know I'm smart enough. We're all smart enough to figure it out. You guys can figure it out. But when I made that decision to like, so last year, my business is shut down again. I feel like I have to start all over, which is insane. I put all those years into my business and getting it going, but I still kept the networking. We went on to Zoom and I still tried to do what I had to do. But then I decided to spend $18,000, which is like the most insane thing when you have your business shut down and then you decide <laughs> to spend money because I didn't know, was I going to be able to have a business? Was I going to be able to turn this around? But I knew that I had this coaching program that I had for me. I've been coaching for many years, but I wanted to take it and make it a, a one to many. And so I just knew that's something that I was really gonna love and I wanted to do that and was my if the opportunity was there to do it because I had the time to focus on it. Yeah. But as soon as that started, then everything started picking up, but that's okay. So um, but I learned
1: so much from it. It's I really- I have to tell you that is like such a great point that you're saying because this is the thing about money, it wants to be circulated. Money does not want to be stagnant. The energy of money. So think about a hose, a garden hose, and the water. When you get the kink in the hose and then it trickles out, right? Think about you are the hose and money is the water. If you are holding on to it, holding on to the money because you're afraid to spend it, because you're afraid, you're in scarcity consciousness, you are not in wealth conscien- consciousness, right? If you if the water were to back up and it not be able to go anywhere, what's eventually gonna happen? The pipe is gonna burst. Something's gonna happen, and now the water's everywhere, right? It's, and so the key is that there's it, money wants to be circulated. It's it's I have a, a mentor who was saying, like that she has a mentor who is saying she always leaves her bank account to zero. Because it's like the, the money goes in and it goes out. It comes in it goes out. It comes in it goes out. It's not meant to be held and, and to be, right? Because that's fear. Yeah, it's, it. It. it's like the money always comes. Yeah, you you have, have, yes, You, you have, have to, to spend it. You have to invest in it. You have to. 100%. 100%. You cannot make
0: money. Unless you invest your money. 100%. Like that's, I can't say that enough. I spend money like crazy, crazy. And I and the more I spend, the more I make. Um, yes. The more, the more to me. So we're all in different mindsets about money. And I need a whole bunch of money in the bank to feel right. Or I'm all right. Whatever that looks like. So yes. just know in your business. And I want to say something that you had said about believing in yourself. When you believe in yourself, everybody's going to feel that. Yes. The confidence that you put out, everybody is going to feel that. I may have really bad days and people are like, oh my gosh, you!" I would have never known. But it's just, you just exuding that confidence. And when I presented, when I first started the business and I know a lot of the planner in my group, they talk about the, they're so nervous. Every time I coach somebody, they're all nervous about presenting that $10,000 oh, know, yeah. proposal. Right. At the end of the day, you deserve, you You work hard for that money. You're, you need to get paid for what you're worth and you need to think about what you're worth. So when you believe in yourself, and now I'm at the point where, and you made such a good point about that, is I take a stand now. And like even this year I've gotten, because look, last year we gave great deals, right? We're in the middle of COVID. We want to keep the business going. All my colleagues, we cut our prices. We did all that. We're, that's not happening anymore. And I literally had, I had a client last year and I, I was very low in fees, but I went back to my fees and I Mm -hmm. stuck to my guns and I, they could have not hired me back. And I literally, I think we quadrupled the fee because this is what you have to pay us. This is, and they value that. So that's great. You just have to find the clients that value what you're worth. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting so much better about that. And it, it happens all along your career. You guys, it doesn't. Even if you've just started or you've been in for 20 years or 30 years or whatever that is, it's still there. But when you start to feel like this is what we're worth and this is what you have to pay me you find somebody else, then it really makes a difference. I mean- I feel so proud about that for myself to make a stand in what we're worth
1: and the value. And
0: that all seems to, it brings other people to you.
1: hundred percent. That's the thing. And I think you, you said it and I love how you said it and you said it beautifully. And another way to think about when you're like proposing a number, right? So I have high numbers as well. I'm a four and five figure coach. Mm -hmm. And um, I base the number off of the transformation you're going to receive. Correct.
0: So,
1: Right? Like you can get someone less expensive. You could get someone more expensive. It's just a matter of like, it's, and so it's not about me because you're not investing in me when you do this work. You're investing in yourself. And then you're going to, right? And then when you commit and invest in yourself, That's how, where the transformation begins. And so when you're like creating a package and you're having to give a number, it's take yourself out of it. They're giving the money to you. It's that they're investing in themselves and their businesses and the things that they want. And this is the kind of result they want at this level, $10,000 level. and And so when we take ourselves out of it, It's no longer about us. It's about them. It's all about you. It's you want to have a $10,000 experience. Do you want to have a $5,000 experience? Do you want to have a $25,000 experience? What kind of experience do you want? Yeah, we can make it work. And then that's so true. And then the other thing that you were saying about just that the when you so I raised my prices all during COVID. So I actually was at a lower rate and I started raising my prices during COVID and I've never been busier. And what happens is we think when we raise our prices, it's going to scare the people off and it will, it'll scare off the people off who only want to pay X amount of dollars. Right. What exactly what you said is all these new, this flow of new people come in that are like, where have you been all my life? Well, I want you I, and and I want I to pay more for you. I want to pay more. It's like, <laughs> do you have a bigger package?
0: It's yeah, like, we'll
1: yeah. get back to you. Let me, let me <laughs> know. <like, laughs> Exactly. exactly. yes and so it's not and that's scarcity i got to keep my prices low because people are i'm going to lose people just like energy it's like when people come we just have to be in what we know how we serve who we are and how you serve that confidence who right. are you and how do you want to serve and right. then That's it, putting the money attached to it. It's so true. Okay, so we did talk about technique. You did mention some techniques like making a list. Is there anything else that you wanna touch on? You gotta do the imagination piece. You gotta do the self image piece, meaning like who you are. So that is like a practice. You need to emotionally be activating in that. So that's a practice. And then you willfully need to keep, because what's going to happen in the beginning when you start, first start trying to manifest is your mind's going to order, go back to the old mindset stuff, right? It's, oh, I want that beach house. Oh, I, I'm how am I ever going to get it? You're going to think, how am I ever going to get it? Oh, that's such a long way off, right? You're going to go right back into what you don't want. We need to, we, that is where the will comes in. We've got to practice staying focused on the thing that you want to create and just in the feeling of it that is how we work from the inside out versus working from the outside in the how is not your business that's a really hard one for a lot of people to get yeah yeah it's not your business it's not, it's not your business <laughs> i love that and so if someone's trying to do
0: it they're trying to manifest and they're not getting any results what are they doing so the first thing
1: is you're probably first like thinking, but wait they're thinking they're doing something wrong but are they doing something wrong so uh, it depends. So if you're like one of those people who I was like this person, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where? Why? Where? Wh- how come it's not here yet? What's? What am I doing? Why isn't it here? You're in doubt, and when you're in doubt, you're in resistance, and when you're in resistance, you're in fear. You're not going to get it, and when you're in fear, you're not going to get it. Guess what? You're not going to get it. And that's why it takes so long. In order to quantum leap, right? That's my specialty is like quantum leaping. When you want a quantum leap your manifestations and your results. You need to nurture the belief. And so you need to be in the law of assumption. You're just assuming it's going to happen. You feel it's going to happen. You see it's going to happen. You nurture that belief. Nurture for that belief. You're never going to ask, where is it? Never, ever. You're never going to question. what's going to come in time. You just know it's going to come. And we, anytime the question of, because it will, your mind will mess with you. It'll be like, where is it? Why is this taking so long? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. We're going to push that all away. Like we're not, we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on really nurturing the belief of what we want to create. And you'll notice yourself when you're thinking like this, it's like, it's heavy and dark and hard. But when you go into what I want, all of a sudden it feels like, Ah, expansive and fun and exciting, right? And that's where you want to keep pivoting towards. Yeah, that's
0: great, great advice. And how can I change my energy vibration
1: from low to high? Yeah, so what you want to do is you want to transmute any, what seemingly negative feelings are or vibrations by welcoming them in to your system like feeling them, allowing them. And then we want to transmute those into like your power, your purpose, your profit. And then we want to pivot towards, again, the things that we want. We are always refocusing on what we want. But what happens is like we, a lot of us, I feel like, I don't know when it started like the always being positive, always thinking positively, always showing up positive. A lot of times what we've done is We've learned to suppress the negative feelings because we think if we don't feel the negative feelings, we're gonna not be in the vibration of manifesting and it's actually not true. What's true is that we're humans and we have emotions and sometimes those emotions are negative. We need to honor those, acknowledge them, transmute those and then we those move out so we can be in the vibration, the higher vibration. When we suppress, Then we're in the lower vibration so we want to transmute those we'll get ourselves in the higher vibration always by focusing on the thing that we want and what we want to create that's awesome awesome yes
0: and how can i manifest more quickly
1: yeah so the more the 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 faster you believe that you're going to get the thing that you want and that belief the faster it's going to come if you can believe it's going to happen, it's only the lack of belief that keeps it from coming. That's so good. Let's end
0: it there. Okay. <laughs> that's, like, that's it. Love it. If there's anything else you want to share, I just adore you and thank you so oh, much. Man. And you're such a great asset to my life. And I'm so glad that you've come into my life. And um, just, I love everything that you teach. If you guys want to Check. So why don't you tell everybody how to find you? Let's get them into
1: your Facebook group. get oh, lots of
0: great motivational things going yeah, on. How
1: do we yeah. get them? Yeah, thanks. So I my group is called Sacred Feminine Visionaries. So you can find me on Facebook there. We're actually running a pop-up one-day training called Be a Money Magnet. And so you can come and do that. That's on June 1st. You can register for that if you're interested. I'm on Instagram at Danielle Margraff. And... Where else am I? I'm on Clubhouse at Manifesting Mama. But yeah, no, we would love to have you. We do everything. Mindset, manifestation. We talk a lot about money, vibration, frequency, business. So yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me because I didn't realize it was your one year anniversary. I didn't either. and I'm so happy that you're the one one year. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. I love you so
0: much. And I just have to say that When I started this, I was so scared about doing, coming on video, a hate video, I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl. But I thought I need to get in front of people. I need to share all the great knowledge that I've earned over the last 30 years. And, and this was a way to do it. So I started this interview and I I teach this with my planner. So I started this interview show. And of course, my industry was falling apart. So I thought, let's just bring people in and give tips on what they need to do right now. And how do we turn our businesses around? And how do we keep our event businesses going and it came up on my memory this morning on my phone and I was like oh what a perfect day for it because I just I love you and I just I love what you teach and thank right you so for much that's so sweet no thank uh, you uh, yeah so it's my one year so I'm just so excited we have so many other great people that have been on and more to go and I, I do it every Thursday at one o'clock we try to it depends on holidays or yeah yeah I, Go with the flow with it. I don't put too much pressure, but I remember when I first started, I would sit, I was just thinking about it today because like at five minutes till, I didn't have my light up and I was like, oh, I need to put the light. I didn't panic. I just put the light up. When I first started, I literally was ready for like an hour and a half and I would just sit in front of this (laughs) and I would freak out and I would be like so nervous and I would be fixing my hair like a hundred times. Oh my God. It's so funny. So when you do I things and you get more used to doing things, and I talk about this all the time, it yeah. gets more comfortable and it's of second course. nature. So don't be afraid. And the one thing that I do want to say about the manifestation is don't give up. Keep going. Oh, don't give, don't give up. up. You have consistency
1: yeah. is everything and everything and, the, is everything. and the universe loves speed. So if you have a desire and it's just do it. Yeah. I agree. 100%. 100%. Okay.
0: I love you to pieces. I love you too. Thank you you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye.